3: Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hi Put Favor
5: with Alexia Nepola and Marisol Patton, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, guys. Hola, hola. Marisol's not here today, but I have a very special guest with me, my husband, my gringo, Todd and um how do you feel how are you how do you feel being here with me today on the podcast not on the show
6: (laughs) (laughs) nervous nervous yeah you're a
5: pro at this you know how good you are in your videos and with
6: your socials oh i thank you but this is different (laughs) this is more pressure yeah
5: well we're not gonna talk real estate (laughs) we're gonna leave that for your socials and you can follow him out on his instagram Mm -hmm. what is your instagram
6: (laughs) (laughs) it's a side i have
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh life according to todd i just want like for a blank uh, where he talks a lot of good stuff about real estate. And um, but here today we're here to talk about hot topics and we're here to chimp mead. You know what chimp mead is in English, babe? Talk shit. More or less. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gossipy. So we're gonna be chimp miando. we're gonna talk a lot of that. You know, I usually do this with my bestie with Marisol. So I it know. just comes very easy. But I also do that with you too. That's so you true. think, right? Yes. Yeah. Every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's part of our um of our success, right? Like of, of being together and being in a relationship and our marriage that we have fun. And we talk a lot of, um, of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we have a lot of questions from our viewers and from, um, our fans that they want to know what everyone always asks us, which is how did we meet?
6: Well, you tell the story so fantastic. Go ahead. No, I actually like (laughs) your version better. (laughs) My version's rated PG. (laughs)
5: okay well i think that mine is that as well right but in your head it could have been a little bit more than that (laughs) but (laughs) we actually met in sea spice and i think that everybody loves to know where we met and then when we say it's sea spice they're like wow you guys met at sea spice because it's a restaurant kind of like a loungey. and on sundays it was sunday fun day and that's when we met on a sunday so um thank you sea spice because a lot of people i feel i feel like a lot of the girls go to sea spice to meet their guy just because i met you there we got lucky Yes, we did.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So that's how we met. Yeah. So we met
5: at Sea Spice here in Miami. It's a beautiful place. Whoever is visiting Miami definitely needs to see it, needs to visit. It's on the river. And um, it's it's very sexy and hot. And you get to meet guys like Todd there. <laughs> okay. So do you want to know who made their first move?
6: Well, despite what they think, it actually was me. <laughs>
5: Why? They would think it was me? I don't I know. Don't, I don't make moves on guys, No, babe. No, I don't. No, you just look beautiful you are, and wait. <laughs> I'm just not going to make the move. But thank you for making the move, yes.
6: Yes, of course. I wasn't going to miss that opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. And who gave the first kiss? Well, that was me. That was the move, wasn't it? Oh,
5: okay. Well, I thought like the move in dating, which was also you, and then the next move, which would be going on
6: the date and actually, you know, having our first kiss. Well, then in that case, it was all me. And it took me months to get it, but it was worth the wait. <laughs> mm,
5: I love it. Yeah. So people want to know, how did you know that I was the one?
6: Well, that's a great question. How did I know you were the one? Uh, when I first met you at the part in C-Spice that we didn't tell him is that we met, we talked for five or 10 minutes and then you left. We didn't exchange numbers. I don't even know if I got your name. And then when you walked away and I remember you walking away and I was like, who the hell is that girl? She's beautiful. And who was she? Because you talked about traveling and education and all these different things that I wasn't used to. About my parents. About you and everything.
5: (laughs) My kids. (laughs) You were like, what?
6: (laughs) (laughs) And then from there, I started seeing you out more often. And every time I saw you, I had to go straight to you. So I knew you were the one then. And then when you finally accepted a date with me and we went out and went to Cipriani. Yeah. And we stayed there till late at night and we went to dinner late when you told me you like to eat dinner late. I might not have been true. I but. still do. Well, that was
5: seven <laughs> years ago. I've gotten older, so I can't eat late. I can't, I'm not supposed to eat that late.
6: But that's how I knew.
5: Oh, I kind of knew it was you also. You know, besides that, I thought you were like hot and stuff. I thought um, once we did go on the date and we started to get to know each other, I loved like everything about you. And that's why uh, I had to ghost you.
6: No kidding. <laughs> Thank you.
5: <laughs> no, well, I kind of had to because I wasn't ready yet in that moment. And you know that? Because I was um, separated and I, you know, I wasn't ready. I felt like I needed some time for myself. And I really liked you. And I said, you know what? If I keep on seeing this guy, I'm going to end up marrying him. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, it's all about timing. That's what I tell my friends. You can't force things. You know, they have to happen naturally. And, you know, sometimes you meet the wrong guy at the right time, and other times you meet the right guy at the wrong time. I happen to meet the right guy at the right time, and I'm very happy Um, that that happened. I'm happily married. (laughs) And that comes into our next question. Like, what do you think is our secret in staying happy and in our marriage?
6: Well, it'd be superficial because you hot as fuck.
5: <laughs> but that's okay, just well, the besides truth. <laughs> that, well, because we really like each other, like obviously, like sexually and we're yeah, into each other. But wait a
6: second. I think it makes a big difference. Like every night we go out for dinner, it could be Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, it could be Sunday, just going to the beach. You always look stunning. So that does a lot for a man. So yeah, sexual attractions oh, a lot. Thank you. No, so I yeah, agree. It's that.
5: I feel the same way about you. I always I look, like, stunning. look at you. <laughs> I <always> look stunning. <laughs> no, you always look so <laughs> handsome and hot. So I do believe that that's part of our secret. I think we really like each other, not only like the way we look, but like who we are, you know, and like, I love everything you say. I mean, sometimes more some things you say than others, like what you're telling me right now, I love. But, you know, I think you have to be into each other and really like each other and admire each other for whatever it may be. I think we got that. I think <laughs> so too. So if you could live anywhere else besides Miami, I know we've had these talks before, mm-hmm. where would you live?
6: As long as it's with you, it's good. Oh,
5: God. Okay, you're saying all the right answers, babe. You're going to get lucky tonight. Yes. <laughs> no, you always get lucky. Uh, yeah, Why would I live other than Miami?
6: Yeah. I mean, I love the warm weather. So if I had to extend this conversation to where my choices would be, I'd say summer is in Europe uh, and winter is in a warmer place.
5: Okay. But you wouldn't go back to Staten Island?
6: I mean, not even to visit, No. <laughs>
5: No, I want to go to
6: visit. No, you didn't want to even get on the ferry. You started having a panic attack. No, I was actually
5: going to faint because there was a lot of people. And I I started, remember, I started getting dizzy. And and I had to leave. I was so upset. But you owe me a trip to Staten Staten Island.
6: You got it. Mm
5: -hmm. So I love the warm weather just Mm -hmm. like you. And that's why I love Miami so much. Mm -hmm. But if I could live anywhere else, I think I would live in Europe. Because, you know, I really think in the U.S. I love Miami, New York, but New York is too cold. And I love California, but I feel like it's a little bit too far. And it's very similar to Miami. So I I would take Miami over California. But if I could live anywhere else, I would probably live in Madrid, in Spain. And I have a lot of beautiful memories there. I got to live there so many years with with my mom and my family. And um, I would definitely want to go back to Madrid. And I would live there. They speak Spanish. I love the food. I love the culture. And everything else.
2: It's not gonna be easy, but it's gonna be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the gangster chronicles.
3: So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: So name three things that each of us keep by our bedside.
6: Three things that I keep? Right. And three things that I keep. Well, three things that I keep. I guess I have... Gum. Books, gum, and my iPhone. Okay.
5: (laughs) So I have my reading glasses. My iPad for shopping online <laughs> by you when you go to sleep. And um, I have a picture of you and I. I have that too. Yeah. Well, you didn't I, say it. That's well. my answer. <laughs> Mine's like closer to my bed. Do you have any advice, babe? Because you're really good at giving advice. So I'm going to ask you that question. If you were to give any advice to a remarried older, I mean, for people who are remarrying older, and blending families together. What advice would you give them?
6: That's a really good question. What advice would I give people who are getting remarried and blending families? I guess one, a lot of patience uh, and try to understand it's a totally new dynamic for everybody. And my key word would be patience.
5: Okay. Uh, What about butting in? Like, How much do you think the other partner should butt in? Do you think they should stay away altogether and not have like an opinion or a thought or be involved in any way or give advice? Or do you think that that person, you know, once they earn, you know, that trust should be a little bit involved, you know, especially if you're trying to blend the families together.
6: Yeah. I think that everybody should be involved to the degree it's welcomed. Yeah, for sure.
5: It's tough. It's blending families. You know, luckily for us, my kids were older. So, um, I feel that, that that makes it easier. Yeah, that's why it's a well, tough it's question easier, because right. if
6: you're acclimating a family that's, you know, a 2 and a 3 year old versus a 22 and 23 year old, it's completely different. So
5: Depending it's on a hard the hard answer. Yeah, this it, answer could
6: go on for an hour. Yeah,
5: yeah. it really depends mm. on the age. You know, I don't think at any age it's it's simple and it's easy. I think it has a lot to do with, you know, who the children are and how the children are and the families and it it could get complicated. But if you really love each other, you, you will figure it out and it'll happen I, and I your agree. kids need to understand. Cause you know, I feel like a lot of times the kids become a little bit selfish and you know, they, it's like about them. Well, what about us? But you know, what happens The kids grow up and then they have their boyfriends and girlfriends and they forget the sacrifices and decisions you made because of them. So I feel like, you know, you need to set boundaries and, um, and you have to, um, you know, always have a good relationship and communication with them, but do what, Makes you happy, I agree. Okay, well, those are the questions for everybody that wanted to know, and um, we're going to move on to the hot topics, babe. We talk hot topics here. Oh, do you like that? I, I love it. Caliente. Okay, so of course, and you know, I wanted to pick a topic that you, as a man, would be okay with, you know, because it wasn't going to be so girly. So we picked the Super Bowl. How do you feel about that? Football, football, the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers.
6: Same game we saw. We went to it.
5: Yes. Yes. So, we got to go to the Super so That was my first Super Bowl. Was that your first Super Bowl yes. as well? Yes. Yes, right? Yes. So, we got to go to the Super Bowl February 2020 here in Miami in our city. It was not the Dolphins playing, but it was the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. And um, I was going for the Kansas City Chiefs, and we won. And it was so cool. Thank you for getting us the tickets. And it was even more special because we got to go with your dad and he loved football so much. So it was just a a great experience. So I'm super excited that it's going to be in Vegas because I think Vegas is another great city. Don't you like to celebrate that?
6: Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. and It's a great stadium.
5: Yeah. I wish I was going.
6: I wish you were going too, but there's (laughs) no tickets to go. You can't get a plane. (laughs) I saw you.
5: I saw you actually looking that up um, yesterday and it's the same teams. Yeah. Right. Who are you going for? Kansas City me too yeah I'm a Dolphin fan but right after the Dolphins the Dolphins aren't there my favorite team has always been Kansas City Chiefs and um even now more so that um Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey I don't know if you know but Marisol and I are huge fans of Taylor and Travis and we're getting invited to her wedding to their wedding and um, so we're gonna just keep on manifesting that
6: well, as long as I could be your plus one, I'm on board.
5: All right, um, and also I know I have Jonathan across from me. Jonathan, do you remember being in Vegas? We were in Vegas actually, and the Super Bowl was taking place. Not in Vegas. I forgot where the t- the, fo- the where the Super Bowl was taking place, but we were watching it in Vegas, in the big screens, like all over the hotels, and Beyonce was performing. And Jonathan and I are huge fans of Beyonce. And it was Beyonce, Coldplay, and Bruno Mars. Oh, my God. That was spectacular. So I can't even imagine the energy, you know, being that the game is there in Vegas. Because Vegas is just like celebration, right? It's like fun, dancing, drinking. Like, everybody that goes there, I even felt that at BravoCon. A lot of people have asked me, like, what do you prefer? BravoCon in New York City or Las Vegas? I love our fan base in New York. And... It was an amazing experience, but I felt like everybody goes to Vegas like, to have fun. So everybody's there just like having fun. They don't even care like, what they're there to see. They're just like, their brain is programmed to just have fun in Vegas. So I can't imagine that it's going to be a spectacular time. And speaking of halftime performances, Usher's performing. You
6: like Usher? I love Usher. I, I met l- him in Bal Harbor. He's a fantastic guy. He couldn't be kinder. He's a tremendous performer. So same. I think he's going to be great.
5: I feel the same. I met Usher. Well, me and everybody else that was there that night at Faina at Sax City. Apparently, Usher loves Miami because you met him at Ball Harbor and I met him at Saxony. City. And, um, and he was there and I was, I just looked and I was like, who's this guy dancing? And he was making like all those moves, like how he dances. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's Usher. And everybody's like, like, you know, Saxony's is very private. And that was like way back in the day when it first started, opened in 2015. That was very exclusive. And he was just there chilling, dancing, like everybody, like he was so approachable. He was so personable. He just seems like this sweet, beautiful person. So I'm super excited. He was also in Vegas when I was there for BravoCon and my friend Kenya, Kenya Moore invited me to the concert, but I had plans with other people that night, so I couldn't make it. And when I see Kenya was at the concert and Usher was serenading her, I don't know if you guys saw that, but Usher was serenading Kenya. And I was like, oh my God, I could have been there in the middle between Kenya, Usher and me. Can you imagine? Would you have been okay with that, babe? If you would have seen me, that's all I can think about. Usher in the middle between Kenya and and I. I was like, oh, my God. It was like a fantasy, babe. I'm sorry. It was pretty hot. Okay. (laughs) Like, who would you want to serenade? What woman would you like? J-Lo in the middle between you and and Sofia
6: Vergara? Do you think I'm dumb enough to answer this? Why not? We're having fun.
5: It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, it almost happened to me.
6: Maybe I manifest that like you manifest uh, Travis and Taylor's wedding. Yes. (laughs)
5: Listen, you know what? The, that's the beauty of dreaming, right? You can just dream whatever you want. But anyway, so he did his residency. It, he finished December 2nd in Vegas, and I missed it. But he loves to serenade women. So I'm thinking that he might serenade Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you think Travis
6: will be okay? I don't think, I don't, I don't I don't think okay. that's going to happen. No? I don't think, what, I don't think Taylor's going to be on the, on the uh, field.
5: Why Bueno. But she's going to be, like, right there in the front. Don't you think she's going to have, like, access to that? Maybe she's a fan of Usher. I'm sure she is. I don't know. I'm just thinking that he can serenade Taylor Swift because nope. I'm not there. <laughs> if I would be there, then it would be Taylor and I. But, no, I think he's – I'm so excited for him. I know he's going to kill it. And I'm also super excited for the other performers because he might bring somebody like secretly like on stage do you think that he's gonna bring somebody to perform with him
6: yeah of course that's what the super bowl has got to be surprise guests they all do right. it right
5: so i know but i want him to bring justin Bieber. possible oh my god yes
6: he crowned Justin. i Bieber, know
5: he so did that's possible. why how like iconic would it be for him to bring justin Bieber? Mm. and of course i have to pick a girl a woman too, mariah carey i mean that would be epic I mean, I love Alicia Keys. I mean, I love, there's so many, but for me, it would be Justin Bieber M. R. I. Carey. Good
6: choices. What about for you? <laughs> Who could he bring? <laughs> he could bring him first. If he could do the whole show himself, he only has a few minutes, but he's going to bring out people that you weren't expecting. That's what they do. Uh, but Justin Bieber is a very good choice because that's someone from his past. Yes. I don't know if he has any new music. Justin Timberlake has new music. I don't know if they're No, we're not is. doing Justin Timberlake. No, no he can't no. come. No, Brittany said no, we're not doing it. Actually, that's not true. Brittany supports him and apologized to him just the other oh, day she on did? TMZ. Absolutely. Uh, he writes TMZ, I don't. Absolutely. She okay. came out and apologized for to him what? For saying you know, things about him. She said she shouldn't have done that. So they moved on. So keep that one going. But who oh, could okay. be a guest musician? I don't know. Maybe someone from Vegas. You have to think about who lives out in Vegas.
5: That's true. Or LA. I mean, it's easy. It's an easy
6: flight. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, all the celebrities that are
5: going to be there at the, at the what Super Bowl. But I like Bowl. to bring
6: people that are, like, local to that stadium.
5: Okay. Mm. But you know, who you know who I'm also excited about? And it's going to sound really strange to you. Um, but it's Post Malone. So, I know Post Malone. I know it's, like, it's going to strike you because of my kids, because of Frankie. He's such a huge fan. And Peter. And, um, and I've been listening to his music. And he's going to perform America the Beautiful. And I just can't wait for him to sing it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know because he has like this, like this good voice. He's really a great singer. Yeah. He's not only a rapper. He writes his songs. He writes his music, and um, and he's going like that direction of country.
6: Yeah,
5: you know, and you know, I have a newfound love for country because of you. I was going to say, I don't know where you got that from. From exactly, <laughs> Todd loves country music, and I had literally never listened to country music, and it's so beautiful. You know, the reason I think I never really listened to it because the lyrics are like so, I don't know, they're so strong. They make me cry. You know, it's like, it's, for me, it's like sad songs. I always related country music with like sad music. And maybe that's why I really didn't like to listen to it. But because of you and that you love listening so much, it's like happy music for me now.
6: It's still sad, but yeah. it's good music. Yeah, <laughs> but
5: they have so many great songs. So I am I can't wait to watch him perform. Like I said, I have a new love for him. You know, I only knew him like as a rapper. I only knew that, that kind of music and he's really expanding into country and he's writing his music. So it's going to be cool to, to listen to him sing America the Beautiful. And that is an amazing song. And the national anthem is going to be sang by Reba McIntyre. Reba. 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 I knew it. Okay. That's my Spanish, my English. Um, Reba, bueno, yo le voy a llamar Reba. A Reba. Reba, 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 Um, back Um, so what do you think about her?
6: Oh, she's an icon.
5: I know. I love her. She's so good. Mm-hmm. And she's going to sing the national anthem, which is the most beautiful anthem in the world. No por nada. I'm sorry. You know, Cuban, American, and the Cuban anthem is pretty, but there's nothing like our national anthem. I get the goosebumps every single time.
6: You'll get him again.
5: Yes. So you think um, Taylor Swift is going to make it? I know she's going to be in Japan performing, but she has her own plane, and I'm sure she'll take her hours to get there, but she'll make it. Everybody said she'll be there. She'll be there, right? Yeah. yeah. Plenty, plenty of time. Do you think he's going to propose to her after he wins? Because no. you know,
6: No? No, I don't. He's going to wait till July? I think their life is so public. I think he's going to do that privately.
5: I think that that's no. a good idea. I
6: think it'd be really bad taste for him to do it on the field after a Super Bowl with all the... The I drama that's already created, do that privately.
5: I agree. I mean, just her presence is already dramatic there and chaotic. So, but it's very exciting. It's a very exciting time in his life, in both of their lives. But he, and if he wins the the Super Bowl, it's going to be even more. He'll be ready to ask her to get married in a couple of months.
6: He could give her one of his Super Bowl rings. It's got a whole <laughs> bunch. <laughs>
5: That's good. She can wear it around her neck.
7: I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prinz Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick so when things get complicated and you need help state farm gives you options they show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you one of the things that matters to me sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments and with state Farm's support of the my cultura podcast network i get to do just that like a good neighbor state farm is there Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that!
1: He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the
4: iHeartRadio
2: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the gangster chronicles.
3: So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
5: you get your podcasts. So we're going to talk about Drew Barrymore. I love Drew. She's kind of like Taylor Swift, but she's Drew. You know what I mean? She was always like American sweetheart. You know, everyone loved her. We saw her growing up, you know, in all the shows and in the movies. Right now, she's on a dating app, and she's saying that she was catfished on this dating app by a man pretending to be an NFL player. Yes. You, you read that as well? Yes, I heard Because I know this. you keep up with your news. So, I thought, first of all, she says that the only reason why she was even on the, on the app was because Taylor Swift inspired her. She's like, you know what? If Taylor can do it, you know, I should get out there, and I should get on an app. Maybe I can meet somebody. So apparently, this guy on the dating app said he was a quarterback. Why don't you read this for me, please?
6: (laughs) i got to read all this. Yeah. This guy on my dating app said he was the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. Drew explained on the January 26th episode of her eponymous talk show, so I wrote to him and I was like, oh my God, I went to the first practice game. I was so frustrated being a girl from LA who loves football and we didn't have any teams. And then I moved away to New York and then we got two teams and this is really long. She yeah. wrote all this. This is what it's yeah. right? It's nice to meet you. My name is Drew. Do you think that's Drew. why
5: he catfished her? Because
6: <laughs> she talks too much? I think she really bought the bait. However, the 48-year-old quickly realized she should have swiped left. He was not the quarterback uh. of the LA Rams. She continued, he's a musician that thought he was being cute. Since Drew was still playing the field, she posed the question to the audience: "How should I feel about this?" Her co-host, were, oh, Ross Matthews, I like that guy. I bet him with you. Validated her disappointment. "You should feel lied to, robbed," he replied. I have a get fantasy it that you like the new Taylor Swift, and you're going to be at the games, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, that was that was cute. I mean, at least she's having fun with it, but she really did feel like she was lied to and cheated. So before we met. Did you ever do any online dating? No. I know the answer. No, I did not. Of course you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> neither did I, by the way. Yeah, I was old-fashioned. Yeah, I'm super traditional and old-fashioned. You know, I need to, like, look at you, see you, talk to you before we even go on a date. But truthfully, when we met seven years ago, things were a little different. I feel like today, in 2024, these apps are very popular, and they're so available, and it's like instant gratification, and you're, like, just having fun with it. But I am happy that at least she's excited about dating and did something about it. I mean, I just think that somebody like her, I I don't even know why they would be on a dating app, right? I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about that?
6: Well, I think she's Drew Barrymore, so she can't just go sit at the bar and wait for people to come talk to her. So she's got a real problem. Yeah. But an
5: app is the same thing. Don't you think she's drew Barrymore? Did she lie about who she was or he knew who she was? No, I
6: don't know, but I would imagine on the app, she has control of seeing who she's going to pick. So it's up to her choice. Well, I
5: love that. I love that. The girls are the ones that get to swipe. So we get to pick, but she didn't swipe all the way. That's something that would probably happen to me because I don't swipe and I don't scroll. I just, whatever. And I've seen some of my friends be on these apps. And as a matter of fact, this week, um, when I was at the gym, it was a friend of mine that was there. And she finally got the courage, I think, because I told her, like, you really don't like to go out. You need to meet someone. You should go on this app. And she did. And she was like, Alexia, you want me to show you what's on this app? And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Like, I've never seen it. Like, show me. And she opened up. And she was showing the pictures of the guys. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, who are these guys? I mean, wouldn't you think that they would take a picture that they look good in? Because that's what the girls are going to be looking at. These guys were like terrible. Like they looked horrible. Their hair's all messy. Their yellow teeth. You know, they're, they're dressed like whatever. I mean, I was like, what's wrong with these men? The good thing is that I said, you know what? At least they're being honest because I feel like, on these apps, also they lie about the way that they look. So the good thing I told her was the good thing is that at least you know that they can't be any other than this. Like this is what the guy <laughs> really looks like. Okay, maybe that is. Them maybe Photoshop. in person. <laughs> maybe in person they have to look better. Because I was like, who took these pictures and how is it? How do they think that somebody's gonna swipe and say, listen, I want to meet you? So it was funny. So we were going through the pictures and we were like, no, no, and it's like a big X, no, no. Then um, somewhere t- a check mark, and the other one was a heart. So of course, this super hot guy named Rodrigo um, comes up, and he's, his description is an actor. And we're both like heart, <laughs> we're both like heart, you know. And then what does the guy do? Nothing. She's like, I don't care. And I'm like, okay. So you're just looking for like a hot guy. So it was, you know, it's interesting because you know everybody has a different perspective, but I think as a woman or even a man that's on there, you have to really question what you want. Are you just there to have fun and go on a date and get a free dinner and talk to someone or just like a hot guy? And some of them, babe, some of them said, I'll only be in Miami for a week. I was like, okay. So I don't even know that these apps anymore. I have a lot of friends that have used them and they have met really great guys and you know them. But then I see these apps also being used as just like a hookup thing, right? Just like you know what? Like you're in Miami. Okay, you're cute. I'm cute. Let's just go have dinner and whatever. I mean, for me, it doesn't work. For me, it would never work. You know, even I mean, I've gotten used to like online shopping, but even that before, I used to have to go to the store, like pick it out, touch well, it. Don't use this as it. an
6: example because you're very good at online shopping. Bueno, now, so I I know. It, but that's what <laughs> you I'm becoming an expert. Online yeah, shopper. maybe
5: I have. <laughs> so with that being said, maybe I would become an expert on an app like that, but. I'm easily distracted. So, like, I've always very, like I said, even with shopping, I love, like, walking into the department store and inside the boutique and seeing everything and touching it and trying it on and feeling it. And I feel like with a man, is the same thing. I just don't want to swipe on an app and just see, like, I can't touch it or feel it or see it. You know what I mean?
6: Maybe that's coming soon
5: with AI. Okay. Well, maybe I'm getting some <laughs> ideas out there. But, um, yeah. So the next question, somebody's asking, so how do you feel about your friends going on on online dating? Am I worried? No, I mean, my my friends are very aware. They're all like very like strong, assertive women and uh, they have good judgment. So I'm not afraid for them. You know, I think that they like to have fun with it. I mean, is it dangerous? Is it supposed to be dangerous online dating? I don't know what to be. My, I don't,
6: I don't know. I to mean, no either. more dangerous than a regular date would be, I'd guess. Either way, you're going to a date in a public place. It's true, yeah. So. It's
5: a risk you're taking, regardless whether mm-hmm. you know the guy from an app or you know him from meeting him at a bar. So, I'm not worried for my friends.
6: Well, most of my friends are married, so if they're on that app, they're not telling me. Yeah, well, <laughs> what about
5: that? There's married men. Well, <laughs> not my friends. I'm Yes. Clear. <laughs> so that was another thing that I found super interesting, babe. Some of the men said married. They're just there to find friends. I put forward. That's like an I put forward moment. Okay, I was like, "Who believes this? Who's believing that your husband is on an app to find friends, whatever?" Pero bueno, se ve de todo. You can you can see anything nowadays, right? So, what do you think was different, like this time around, like us dating, you know, after a divorce and with a family? Like, how was your dating different from before we got married and having children?
6: Dating before I was married versus after I was divorced? That's mm-hmm. the question. Well, first off, after I was divorced, I had my children every other weekend. So I wouldn't go out on those weekends. So that was, you know, I went to be with my kids. I didn't have them a lot. Uh, so there's that variable to put into the equation. But yeah, you start thinking about your kids in a different kind of life. And this person you have to meet, like if you're single, it could be anybody and as long as you're having fun and you like the person. But once you have children involved, you have to see if this person would blend in with your kids because that's very, very important.
5: Absolutely. Well, I was never like a dater. I really didn't like to date. I think you were one of the few dates I went on when I was separated because I, I didn't like to date. I like to go out with my girlfriends and my guy friends and just like have fun and not go on dates. I could date. I just don't like dating. I think it's a lot of, for me to accept a date, put it that way, I really have to like you.
6: But she was so good at that date. You did it. Because I so really well. liked you. Yeah. yeah. You, played, you had a good practice. You must've practiced when you were little. No, 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 no. You didn't no. date when you were younger? Actually, I did. I
5: dated a lot. Yes, I did. Because you know what? Back then I dated a lot because I didn't want a serious relationship. I did really want a boyfriend or anything like that. So it was a little different. But um, I feel like it's okay to date a lot, but don't get your family involved. Like I wasn't trying, even if I would be dating, I wasn't going to be introducing every guy I go on a date with to my kids. And I feel like a lot of women do that. Even before knowing to get to know the guy or knowing that it's going anywhere, they already have the guy in the house, already going out with their kids. I was like, dude, like you guys don't even know each other and you're like involving your family. So I always kept like my family life and my private life away from all that. And it wasn't until I'm really secure about the person and the relationship that I was open to involve my family or introduce them to, to my family. So, I mean, that's the best advice that I can give, you know, to anyone. It's like, you know, date all you want, but, you know, leave your, your kids and your family.
6: Yeah, and I'd say the younger your kids are, the longer you should wait. Your kids are already older. They were already adults when I met mm-hmm. them, so it's easier. But the yeah, younger your kids are, the longer you should wait to introduce. I agree, babe. Well, that was fun.
5: Wait, we're not done oh. yet. <laughs> Listen, we got a lot of achievement here. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so we, we talked about um, Drew Barrymore. I guess like LA is like Miami, there's like no guys there. I was
6: just going to say how in the world yeah, can Drew Barrymore have any
5: problem meeting someone? Mira, the more qualifications you have as a woman, the harder it is. I that's for me it's it's always been that like it's a handicap. So like being her, I mean, I don't know what happened with her in her last relationship and with her divorce, I know she has two kids, but It's hard. I mean, it's hard to date. And it's like what we say, should she date a fellow celebrity? Should she date another celebrity? Or should she just date someone normal? I mean, somebody just like a regular civilian that's not involved in entertainment. Should she date a doctor or an attorney? Or should she date somebody that knows her profession and would understand it, right? Like Travis with with Taylor, that they're both in the limelight. So they both kind of understand each other, Jennifer and Ben Affleck. Or do you just want to date somebody that's not in the limelight and that, you know, lets you be who you be or doesn't want part of that world. We're like, we don't know the answer. You know, well, nobody knows the
6: answer. We don't know her. But what you know about her from knowing her since she was a child the actress is she's really great. She's got a great personality, but she's an icon. So only my opinion. If Drew she hears is. this, don't kill me. I think she should date someone totally non-related to that industry because she's just too high up. She's an icon. Anybody that goes with has to understand that you can't be as great as her. So- I think she should find, like you said, the doctor, the lawyer, the architect, the engineer, Mm -hmm. you know, more of a regular person. But if she finds another celebrity, it's going to be almost impossible to find someone at her level. And that's always going to be a problem for her. I agree. My opinion only.
5: Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what Mm -hmm. has happened like in Hollywood, you know, with a lot of the marriages. I mean, it's already hard being her and, you know, having a relationship with someone that's just as famous as her is might be even more difficult sometimes it works i mean i just think it's hard finding someone period whether he's famous or not well
6: apparently so she's on a Yeah, exactly
5: that's what i'm saying it's like forget about him being famous or normal or regular i don't even like to say normal regular regular civilian what is the correct word before people call me out on that
6: calm civilians it's okay
5: okay So uh, I just wanted to be happy and I just wanted to go out, you know, get out there and date because she's young and beautiful and I love her show and she's she's so funny. She should meet a funny guy. Yeah. Maybe with a comedian or something. I don't know. But anyways, don't come to Miami, Drew, because aquí no hay hombre. Okay. So don't stay, stay in L.A. I don't know. Go to Europe. I feel like every woman, I feel like all the women that are looking for somebody should go to Europe. I feel that there's better quality men there or at least more men there.
6: Well, now my only question is: Is she still on the dating app, or did she give up?
5: What you want to see? You want to? You <laughs> I don't know what it was. She didn't. Think, I mean. She didn't um say the dating app. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, there are some dating apps that are just supposedly for celebrities, mm-hmm. but people have figured it out that you don't have to be a celebrity to be on it, and you just have to pay. And then there's all kinds of dating apps. Yeah. And um. But again, I don't know. I'm hoping that she's just going to walk into anywhere in LA or anywhere she is in the world and she's going to meet her guy if that's what she wants. I feel like a lot of women say, oh, I want to date and I want to, you know, get married again and I want to do this and that. And it's really not true. Because I feel like if you really want that, you go get it.
6: Like I said, surprise, she doesn't have it.
5: Well, you know who doesn't have that problem? Sofia Regatta. Mi amiga Sofia Vergara, (laughs) okay? She doesn't have that problem. Go, Sofia. Anyways, we got to see Griselda this weekend. And we absolutely loved it. I think she's, this is the performance of her career. Oh, yeah. I love to see her in a different light. You know, even though it was a very hard movie to watch or hard series to watch. But she did a phenomenal job. I agree super, super proud of her.
6: I think it was a bold statement. She went after a very controversial role, and she did it. And she owned it and in the end, it worked out great
5: I think so I think it's something that she always wanted to do because I can't imagine like her being you know in modern family for eleven years and having such a strong character as Gloria was and you know and how she portrayed it, what she was phenomenal at it as well it kind of like stays with you it's like you can never leave it yeah so i i think everybody's really interested in watching her be someone else you know
6: be griselda and not gloria yeah she certainly went from one extreme to the other
5: yeah right (laughs) she went to be like the loving mother into being you know a mother but not so loving even though that's controversial too because they say that griselda was a great mother and she did this for her kids I I don't agree with that because part of being a great mother is protecting your kids, and um, and it didn't seem like that way. Well, don't
6: ruin it. But if you see the the series, you'll, you no one could say that's a great mother. I'm sorry.
5: You know, I know that it's been super overplayed. You know, the the narco traffic. I mean, this time around, it's a woman, even though there has been other Griseldas. Um, but I love that a Colombian woman like Sofia Vergara got to um, portray her, and um, and she did phenomenal job I agree do you think like watching the series do you think that it portrayed Miami in the 70s or 80s or were you weren't here in the 70s I, know, 80s? I wasn't here uh, you were in Staten Island <laughs>
6: <laughs> I wasn't here but someone told me that it was mostly filmed in LA so I don't well, know sh-
5: you're not supposed to say that
6: why is- it
5: was filmed in- no I know babe but we know <laughs> it was filmed in LA but what I'm trying to say is they were trying to portray Miami in the 80s So I lived here in Miami in the 80s, and I actually, in 1984, was 16 years old, 17. So I was just getting, like, a glimpse of that when we moved to Madrid, Spain. And like I said, you know, my mom was a party animal. She loved to go out and go to the clubs and all that. So my mom used to go to the mutiny, and, you know, I would you hear try to hear her stories because you know back in the day the kids didn't really listen to these stories that or we didn't know what our parents were doing at least i didn't it was, I was always like in the room and when there was adult conversation you know i wouldn't know or the things that they were talking about but i think that it wasn't all of miami but i do believe and think that that
6: did exist you know in the early in the early 80s um and what they did portray fantastic, the fleet of cars they used all those Mercedes and Cadillacs and Corvettes and Porsches. They had an amazing stream of cars all from the 80s and they were mm-hmm. perfect. Oh, condition. I love so those cars. It was really cool to reminisce in the old cars and see, you know, people liking those yeah. things.
5: And even the wardrobe I thought was great. I thought like all her outfits were like on point. It reminded me of like my mom. Like that's <laughs> how my mom used to like the what she used to wear, like to go to the Mutiny and
6: well, now, wait a all the other you, second, Your mom used to go to the same clubs that Griselda went.
5: Yeah, but my mom <laughs> never liked any of that. Remember, my mom was a no, doctor. The nightclub. Oh yeah, like, my mom had like two Miami sides to her. Yeah, though, like right? my mom was like the doctora, you know, the doctor, the psychiatrist, badass with her catalog. Pero, but she liked the bad boys too. You know, I guess I got that from her. And she used to go like to those places. Right. And she was a member of the Mutiny and of Regines. And, so it was a
6: real club. Yeah, it's a real place. So I guess that really was how Miami was in the eighties. But you know,
5: I think that there was also a lot of other stuff going on in Miami like I I hate to say that that's what Miami was all about in the early 80s because I want to believe there was much more than that I think what really what what changed Miami in the early 80s and 1984 was in Mariel the Cuban Mariel and unfortunately a lot of bad people were let out of prison in Cuba and they came to Miami as well as a lot of good people. So what Fidel Castro did was open the jails and he lent out a lot of the bad people and he would let in like 10 good people and a hundred bad people. So I don't want to generalize and say everybody that came in, Mariel, was that type of person, but there were a lot of people that came that were killers and, you know, and then obviously those were the people that Griselda hired because they used to kill for free in Cuba. So imagine they came to Miami and they were getting paid to kill. They were getting paid to do what they love to do. So that worked out for them. But during that time, I moved to Spain. I moved to Madrid in 1984. And I didn't get to live that because God knows.
6: You sound sad. <laughs> You're like God knows. God that. knows what he does.
5: I got to live it a few years later. I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm back. So I got to live that a few years later. Um, but I guess it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Because I never got to live that. And it's scary, right? I mean, I was looking, I was, as I was watching, I I couldn't even imagine, you know, her as, as a woman, like drug dealer and having to deal with all these killings and, and, and making her deals with like the men. But what really shocked me was her children, that her children witnessed all that. And she got them into the business, like To me, that's alarming. I just couldn't believe I thought for anything I would have gotten my children out of here and um, sent them to like boarding school in Switzerland or like somewhere else. But obviously she didn't have like the education. She had the money, but not the education or the know-how. And I guess she thought that she was doing the right thing, right? Keeping it in the family, no sé, dijo yo. I don't know. But to me, it was it was really hard to see her kids in the middle of all these killings and knowing that your mom is like a drug lord and and killing people and doing drugs. Like the kids were doing cocaine also. I was in shock. That was, I didn't know Griselda until watching this series.
6: Uh, she was a badass. Heard, in a bad you, way. And you heard the quote by Pablo Escobar. Uh-huh. The only, the only man he was ever afraid, afraid was, of was Griselda. Was Griselda.
5: <laughs> yeah, because she had balls. Yes. She was like a man. She had a lot more balls than a lot of men do. Mm-hmm. Her transformation, like her physical transformation, I didn't think was so much. You know, I could still obviously see that it was her if you didn't know her. But um, but I think that her acting was so good that it surpassed all that. Like that you actually saw her like a horrible person, like Griselda. You know what I mean? You weren't so much into seeing Sophia that's so beautiful in in there. It's like you saw an ugly person, not only physically, because I wasn't even seeing the physical part, but as a character. What about you? Were you still trying to check out Sophia? <laughs>
6: Well it's not easy for <laughs> with her prosthetic nose <laughs> and with her whatever with her teeth. I mean, she's still Sophia, so you right. have to figure what's underneath that. It's not mm-hmm. easy for her to dress down. I mean But don't you I, think I, I she could have looked a little to uglier? i get to meet her thanks to you in person and she's, yeah. she's a beautiful woman, so. She is. It's not easy to get that far down, I guess. Right. No, I mean some but actors and actresses role, right. do it. Yeah.
5: Some actors and actresses, you know, gain the weight and they put like the prosthetics and they do the gray hair like Griselda always had like that white hair you know and they make they try to make themselves look more like the character but I applaud her that she didn't she goes you know what I'm not gonna do it it's gonna be like a better version of her but what she did do was portray her which is more significant and important as her character yeah because you really saw that Griselda that monster
1: It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand-new series of The Girlfriends. but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season 2 of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, and every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized an already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Aspects the gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's
6: go. All right, so people want to know you had the privilege of getting to meet a like a uh, meet a. Yes, yeah, she had it. <laughs> on Watch What Happens Live. So I have two questions. Part one is, how did that happen that you got picked or chosen and wound up on Watch What Happened Live with her? And what was she like behind the scenes? Good question, babe. That's two questions.
5: Yes. I love the two-part <laughs> questions. So I'll start with how I was selected. So Sophia's team actually requested me to be on Watch What Happens Live with her. So when I got that notification, that email, I was like, Sophia... Is asking to be paired up with you. I mean, just so being I was watch screaming what
6: Happens live is great enough because you love being with Andy, but yeah, And Sophia. Yeah,
5: La box. Jefa. La jefa y el jefe. Yeah, I was you got, honestly you, got, you, got, you were surrounded by yeah, the Yeah. You know what? I was like, first of all, I didn't even care at that point where I was sitting. Whether, you know, I was like, okay, I'll be like on the floor. Like just if it's <laughs> Sophia, like I don't care because I know people are like, oh, maybe you know, she's not gonna sit next to Andy. I don't care. I was with La Jefa y el jefe, y La Jefa I was humbled by her choosing me to be on Watch What Happens Live with her. I don't think she's such a fan of reality TV, or at least she doesn't follow it. You know what I mean? And that's perfectly fine with me. I respect that. You know, not like Jennifer Lawrence, that's a huge fan and other, you know, actresses that love reality TV. Um, I don't think that she was such a fan, but I do believe that she liked me. And she made me feel good. You know, we were before we went on the stage um, and to watch what happens live before we went to the clubhouse. We were outside talking and the dress that I was wearing, the black dress, she had just worn that dress in Madrid. So she's like, oh, my God, I was wearing that dress in Madrid when I was doing press, blah, blah, blah. And I almost wore white. So she wore a white dress. And I was like, oh my God, Sofia, I had a white dress, but everybody here in New York thought that I should wear black and not white. So how funny would it have been we would have both been wearing the white dress. And she's like, go change, dale, go change. And I was like, no, I left it in the hotel. So, you know, we got to talk a little bit. And um, she told me she was very tired because this woman's been doing press. She had been doing press in Madrid, London. Then New York was her third stop. She had just come from all the morning shows. You know, people don't take into account all these things. I do. Because it's really hard to be, you know, on point every single time, yeah. you know, it's, you don't know what questions they are going to be asking you, you know, and in that case, I even sometimes think her first language is Spanish that by the way, we didn't talk about that in, um in the series, I loved that she spoke so much Spanish. And there were subtitles. You know why? Because Griselda spoke Spanish. So, you know, she really put got into her character. And the fact that she can go from English to Spanish, I thought was remarkable. And I love to hear the Spanish language on American TV. Um, you're welcome. And so, <laughs> so the fact that she did that and she did it so well, because I feel like it's a Miami thing that we do that a lot. Or you know, obviously bilingual, she's Colombian American. So she was able to do it. So I love to see that in, in Griselda. Again, back to Watch What Happens Live and her doing press. You know, you don't know what questions they're going to ask you. You know, and every show and every uh, every different show she was on has a different format. So I believe that she probably wasn't familiar with Watch What Happens Live. It's a lot. You know, there's a lot going on, and the fact that you know she was there to talk about her show, I was there to talk about my show. The house was in Miami, so she was like, "What?" But anyways, um, I had a blast with her, and um, and. I apparently won her over because she invited me to her premiere here in Miami. And, um, you know, we got to talk and, and you know, laugh about everything. And I think once it was over here in Miami, she was more relaxed. She can have a drink. She can have fun because it's a lot of hard work. That's what a lot of people don't know, how much work and effort goes into this. By the way, she also produced Griselda. She's an executive producer, her and Luis Valadez, um, which is her manager, so and she told me by the way that she had been preparing for this role for 15 years. She was always fascinated by by the story and for 15 years she's been preparing for this role. So you know what Sofia congratulations te lo mereces you did phenomenal and um and I wish you the best. I hope that you continue to to prove, you know, to everyone that that you can not only be Gloria in Modern Family, but you can be Griselda. Well, babe, are you getting more used to and comfortable with being on, on the podcast?
6: The podcast is fantastic.
5: How did you feel? Good. Thank you for joining me. I couldn't have done this by myself. Who was I going to talk to?
6: yourself (laughs) okay well well, next time i appreciate you having me on as your guest co-host it's been a thrill to try and fill in for marisol those are big shoes because she's fantastic but thank you for having me it's been a lot of fun these great topics and when you get invited to taylor's wedding i want to come
5: oh you'll be my plus one for sure
6: that's right
5: (laughs) okay love you guys thank you for listening i hope you liked it remember todd's knew at this with me he's really good in his in his socials and his videos but podcasts but what do you prefer you prefer i forward or you prefer the housewives what okay. do you prefer to film
6: i prefer going to the dentist to getting my teeth drilled over the
5: housewives. house <laughs> you're not supposed to say that oh okay you said me not you right no you know the truth is that this is a lot of fun and it's so powerful. And I'd love, you know, to do this with you. You know, we're not going to take over other husband and wives that do this, right? Other couples.
6: No. We're going to save that for you and Marisol because yeah, you guys the go besties. back to 20 years of friendship. Right? No, Nobody, nobody can ever do it. But
5: I think this is cute too. Like once in a while when Marisol can't do it, I have you, I've had Peter before and, you know, it stays in the family. Right. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, go Chiefs. And um, whoever you're rooting for.
6: Go team.
5: Yes, go team. And eh, hasta la próxima. Until next time. Todd, baby, can you say, ay, por favor?
6: Ay, por favor.
5: Ay, por favor. Ay, qué bien.
6: Ay, so gringo, yes. El yeah, gringo habla un poquito español. Sí. Chao, chao.
5: Chao, chao es italiano. Pero bueno, we say chao también. Chao también. Hasta Ahora, la próxima. necesito comida. <laughs> Ay, por favor. Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Ay por Favor Podcast. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Hasta luego. Hasta la próxima.
7: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com slash status.
3: Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles.